0: So, let's get this started. (laughs) Alright everybody, welcome sprinters, welcome to the strategy show. We have a special guest today, an entrepreneur who did the whole thing. He started, he founded, he he grew, he scaled and we can ask him lots of questions on what to do, when to give up, when to not give up, and especially how to scale with success. We will hear the success story of his company, phrase.com, and we can ask all the questions that we have on our journey to successful entrepreneurship. So hello, Frederick.
1: Hi, Simon. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Frederik, I'm 34 years old, Uh, I'm the co-founder of phrase.com and uh, we focus on software localization and uh, in the past years uh, I've been part of a couple of uh, startup and growth projects and uh, learned a lot on uh, how to fail miserably and how to scale successfully.
0: Beautiful, where where are you right now geographically?
1: We're located in Hamburg. So our main uh, office is in Hamburg and uh, we've been here for, for quite a while um, we've been part of accelerator programs in Silicon Valley and, and in Berlin in the past um, but we really love Hamburg and as it is the gate to the world and has a trade background like localization is a really is a really big topic here as well.
0: And uh, so when to give up? Entrepreneurial journey is hard. There are some phases where we are not really sure if all our activities are worth pursuing it. Like we start a blog and then for years there is no traction. Should we continue or not? We build features that our clients don't really use, but we we think they are great. Should we continue building on that features? What's your experience? When when should we give up?
1: That's a really, really hard question uh, because as an entrepreneur, uh, basically part of your DNA is that you hate giving up. And in a lot of ways, uh, this can be really, really counterproductive um, because building up a business um, is a lot about a working business model and the financials and it seems like from, from, the, from the outside that like every big business, every transformative business, is just about this brilliant idea that a single person kind of brought from the, the little, little egg stage and hatched it and really made it successful uh, overnight. And the opposite is the reality for most entrepreneurs and companies. So um, for me personally, Uh, We saw a lot of uh, failures coming from kind of a lack of going deeply into the market, really talking with every participant, interviewing them, not just trying to validate your own assumptions, but generating new knowledge. So we come from a background where we, I myself am a software developer, Like, I know about user testing, I know about focus groups. But if you look at it from the eyes of an entrepreneur, you really have to be open and you have basically to get the information on how to build and how to change your idea to be really successful with the customers you're talking to. So I think one major flaw a lot of companies and a lot of early stage entrepreneurs make is they stick to their idea They stick to their assumptions and they don't go out of the building and i mean steve blank uh, wrote four books just on the topic of getting out of the building and it's really important and i got the most insight uh, in the early days uh, when talking to customers when just seeing in their eyes if something didn't stick if they weren't willing to pay for stuff uh, it was clear okay We might have solved like an individual problem, but maybe not a problem the company is willing to put in any resources. So uh, you you really have to really have to be open about the bad and silliness of your own ideas. Um, A couple of years ago we started out um, providing technical co-founding. So what's the idea behind that? It was basically we thought uh, we had great technical skills and ability and we could build any product in the digital space and uh, we were inviting founders investors to kind of bring their products or their projects their ideas their company ideas to our attention and then we would build that build the prototypes realize the ideas and what we heard all the time was this is so huge I cannot even talk about it. It's the best thing ever. And usually, if that happens, somebody else already had the idea. And a couple of people are working on the same problem because it's also a matter of guys. And it's not a matter of like having the brilliant idea first. It's really about being able to execute and being able to build upon that idea, the core, the, the kind of the spiritual thing behind it, uh, something that is really actually working. And that's unfortunately the the hard part. And coming up with the idea is really, really easy. If you think about it, you can almost work in in any space you want to. I mean, put your mind to it and you can build a space company nowadays if you want to. But making that successful and sticking that uh, fourth uh, correct landing of the the Falcon uh, uh, rocket. So that's the hard part. That's like the 10 years in part.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. How do you test your your prototypes, your ideas, your concepts, your features?
1: Mm. So about the testing, um, we're really um, fond of uh, low fidelity testing. So um, what I mean by that is in the first stage you can approach people with just a sheet of paper and an idea and you will be amazed if you call upon upon, um, potential users or potential target customers that they often will be uh, open to talk to you about the things and i think the more open they are and the more responsive they seem to your approach the more validation you get that there is something that there is a core and a typical thing that. I mean, there's a lot in the lean startup movement and doing MVPs and so forth. An MVP doesn't have to be a product. An MVP can be a sketched out idea. An MVP can be a single uh, sheet of paper. It, It can be on a napkin, so it doesn't have to be a product by itself. However, in certain cases, an MVP is not enough to show the other side um, that you're serious enough that they will give you credit card information. So, there is this notion of the mock sale and so forth which sounds like borderline fraudulent, (laughs) I would say. Um, It's it's a valid technique um, but you also have to see that this is a technique that is mainly usable in B2C and B2B is a bit more complex because um, people are not spending like ten dollars on your product, but typically their idea is like spending a thousand dollars per year, or ten thousand dollars, or even more. And um, usually, their reputation inside the company is kind of on your shoulders. So in the early days, you you really live on these early adopters. These Um, kind of rogue entrepreneurs in the company seeing you and understanding your idea first and kind of putting their trust into you, but you also have to deliver on that promise. And if you go around kind of MVPing and kind of burning a lot of uh, your reputation by doing like small but, but really not not complete products, and uh, then having kind of the users having to deal with it, uh, what you created there, um, it's it's a big it's a big problem. But nevertheless, in the early days, if you think of kind of first uh, building a product for a million dollars or something like that, that that's of course crazy like it's it's you shouldn't invest upfront money on unvalidated hypothesis, so
0: so I did this test with a mockup I did um it, it's not completely ready, but it's it's uh, it's ready in my head. I put it out in some form of facade, what you call a minimum viable product? It's not yet viable, but it's testable, it's showable, it's tangible, and now two people say. Oh, this is wonderful and they take their credit card and they pay and um, is it validated or not because we, we have that many times so now we have people buying but is it validated is that just proof of concept or is it proof of market how how many uh, should put now their credit card into action so that you know okay, we are on to something. Instead of, we just solved, as you said, we just solved an individual problem. That's, that's a very interesting, very small demarcation line. Have you, have you had that experience? How do you handle that?
1: It's totally gray. Uh, it's, a, it's a gray area. Um, I think there is like no, no single uh, binary answer to that. Um it, To me, for an experiment, and I see any landing page, any MVP as kind of an experiment, and we're still like almost seven years in doing a lot of these kind of experiments, it really depends on what you set out to find out. Because um, if the idea of this MVP was trying to understand if your channel would work, like putting out search ads and then attracting certain clients on certain keywords, um, Two conversions may be enough to prove that you can attract a certain percentage of users through that channel over a certain period with a certain spending. That can be really really viable because um, still um, a, a, a lot of businesses and a lot of ideas don't make it to the first sale. So the first sale is, is, really, is really a big thing. And the second one is even bigger because it kind of shows that it's not a unique event, that there isn't like this one single person that actually would buy the product, but that there are at least two. And now I think for me personally, it's really important if I had to ask a million people for these two sales and the two sales were really low, or if the two sales were, for example, enterprise grade, sales at 100k and I asked 10 companies then that would be a great finding and a great result for the test and I would certainly continue Um, and it really depends on what your assumptions on the market and on the validity of your conversion criteria are and that sounds really technical and data-driven and I think a lot of entrepreneurs like even if the numbers aren't great they will continue and I would say you can continue, but you kind of um, have to set your limits right. So if you if you have like this trickling down um, success, you should always uh, think of if it really scales.
0: Alright, Frederick. So if we would sum up, when to give up? When should people give up?
1: Yeah. In summary, if you make no sale or Convince just one person and have no idea on how to repeat it and kind of spend money, spend energy and are not able to kind of find out why the person bought your product or your offering, then probably there there is a misfit. Like you haven't understood the market correctly, you haven't understood your customers correctly and it's time to talk to them and talk to a couple of more customers. And kind of really understand why, why people are not reacting to your offer and often this is the time where the first idea is kind of lost or you, sh- you should at least be able to uh, give up on the first idea and uh, more, more times you, you'll find another idea that may be close by or maybe far away from your initial idea but that's just better and that's more resonating with the market. So usually your first idea isn't your best idea, even even if you think it might be and you have a lot of attachment, but that's kind of a design thinking thing.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is so valuable for our audience. So Sprinters, now you know when to give up and when to go back and do your homework, understanding your customers better and building better products. Now, Stay tuned because next week, Frederick will be here again. And then we talk two new things. We talk when not to give up and how to evolve from there. So you did the test, the test went well. How do you evolve from there? And we will also talk about how to scale that. The success story of his company, phrase.com. So bye, sprinters. See you next week. Keep rolling.
1: Entrepreneurial freedom is awesome. It's also a lot of hard work to get there. And when you are there, it's easy to lose your grip. Our community of 16,000 entrepreneurs is getting stronger and stronger every week because we amplify each other. We share what works and drop the rest. We test, refine, improve. Check strategysprints.com to build up your business and have fun doing it.